0: That's no moon.
1: from the corner of Coruscant Way and World Drive, you're listening to the intersection of Star Wars, Disney Entertainment, and Parks and Resort Fun. I'm your host, Brian, and with me, as always, is my ghost host, Nancy. Hello. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times. We're catching up on the news and talking to you about Parks Challenges today. And uh, before we go too much further, uh, the Mouse droid is brought to you by you, our Patreon subscribers. Head on over to patreon.com slash Tashi Station. Get in at just the $1 level and you can join our Patreon-exclusive Slack team where you can ask us tw- questions and pitch ideas for the show. And uh, if you like this show and the other shows on our network, we'd really appreciate you doing that right now. Yes. Um, Thank you. Our, uh, our web hosting costs um, almost tripled. Oops, Um, because of an issue we had um, uh, an issue we had uh, with network security. Um, So if you like us and you like what we do and you want us to keep continue, want us to keep doing it, um, backing us on Patreon would help us an awful lot. Any dollar helps. Exactly, exactly. All right, let's dive into it. Uh, let's see. So, hey, let's talk about uh the Disney Star Wars stuff we've been up to, and uh, most recently, uh, you and I both saw Ant Man and the Wasp.
0: Yes. Well, we also saw Ant Man.
1: Yeah we uh, we we finally got around to seeing Ant Man.
0: We had not seen that. It was the one, well, one of several Marvel movies we'd skipped recently, but um, when. I think when that movie came out it was we we weren't really interested in it um uh and we it, I don't think it ever came on Netflix or if it did we missed it. So we just haven't really had the opportunity to watch it and uh so we knew we wanted to go see Ant-Man and the Wasp so we finally got around to watching it and you
1: were bo- you and I were both pleasantly surprised that we really enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean I um I had really not a whole lot of desire to see it mm-hmm. uh, before watching Infinity War, but uh, I knew I knew that people liked it and it had some pretty good reviews. Uh, so we finally just broke down and watched it uh, last week. Uh, we found the first one to be a lot more enjoyable and funnier than we expected. Yeah. Um, and the second one took everything I liked from the first and made it even better by um. Adding a ton more of Angeline Lilly.
0: Yes. Which was was
1: very much appreciated.
0: It was. And it had uh, some neat tie-ins to other Marvel movies, most notably uh, at the end. So um, if you haven't seen it, we recommend it. You should go see it.
1: Absolutely. And now we
0: have to wait until next March for another Marvel movie. (gasps) I
1: can't believe it is so long between Marvel films. I know. I I can't believe they don't have a fall release this year.
0: It's a bummer. I know, last year we were spoiled, we got Ragnarok.
1: We got Ragnarok, and then we got Black Panther right on its heels. Well,
0: we, Black Panther was this year, Black Panther was February. Right, right, right. We had, we've, we've had three Marvel movies already, we had Black Panther, uh, Infinity War, and Ant-Man and the Wasp.
1: That's right, that's right.
0: Last year we had Guardians 2, Spider-Man Homecoming, and Ragnarok were the three movies that we got last year, so uh, excited, um, or you know glad to see uh Ant-Man and the Wasp and I'm really excited to see uh a trailer for Captain Marvel hopefully soon mm-hmm. um we also went to Animal Kingdom this was a while ago but um our uh the managing editor for our blog Bria uh came and stayed with us for a few days and we went to Animal Kingdom mm-hmm. which we usually don't do we're not huge fans of Animal Kingdom but uh, she had wanted to go, so we went, and uh, we became really big fans of that park, apparently. Um, and it's because of Flight of Passage.
1: Yeah, yeah, we finally, finally sucked it up and got in line for Flight of Passage.
0: It, we, yeah, we were on it in line for two hours, and uh,
1: it was- Worth every damn minutes it
0: was and that's not you know something that you know
1: we're jaded Floridians with annual passes we don't do uh we, we we don't do lines yeah we don't but we did for this and it was so worth it we got back in line that night before park <laughs> closed and did another hour and a half to go ride it again we did we spent. Uh, We spent almost four hours in line for a single ride, which is something we never do. No, Uh,
0: but it was worth it. It was it was very worth it. Uh, It's our favorite ride at Disney right now. And uh, just very, very excited uh, (laughs) for what they will do with uh, Galaxy's Edge. Uh, We talked about Flight of Passage way more in depth. On Tashi Station Radio uh, a few episodes ago, I think it was 190 or 191, uh, we talked about all of our, uh, all of our uh, experiences there and our reactions to it, so if you want our our immediate, oh my God, blown away reactions, go listen to that episode. Mm-hmm.
1: But, <laughs> but uh, we
0: loved it. We've been on it four times now.
1: Yes, and we have Fast Passes again for this Friday.
0: Yes. Yes. Very excited.
1: Ugh can't wait to ride it again
0: i can't yeah. wait can't yeah. wait
1: um we also
0: did our own four park challenge and we're going to talk about that later in the discussion topic
1: uh but something else we did though uh yeah. last week uh we did some fourth of july f- stuff mm-hmm. uh, at the parks uh we started actually on july 3rd um over at magic kingdom they do the fourth of july fireworks on the third and the fourth yeah which i love so we on the third went over the polynesian uh, we went to the tiki, the outside tiki bar, uh, grabbed some drink and, drinks and foods for a little bit while we were waiting. Then we wandered open to the open section of the beach, just planted down there, and got a great view mm-hmm. of the fireworks from, uh, from the Seven Seas Lagoon, and the 4th of July – the fireworks they do for the 4th of July are very different than the fireworks they do for most, for pretty much everything else. Because not only are they firing the usual fireworks off from inside the park and doing the perimeters inside Magic Kingdom, they are also lighting fireworks from the lagoon. Yeah. And it makes for one hell of a show.
0: It really does. They're really, really impressive. And they do the perimeters, which are super, super impressive. And just we were in the hub last year watching them and it made us feel like we were like inside the fireworks. So this year we wanted to be a little more uh, distant. And it it was it was good. We, we had a good time. Uh, we also hung out with Amy and Aaron. Uh, from the Disney Diet podcast. They were here uh, for the opening of Toy Story Land and hung out with them at our favorite hangout, Disney Springs, Jock Lindsay's. And it was super, super fun hanging out with them and uh, talking about Disney and lots of other stuff. So if you haven't listened to their podcasts, go ahead and do that. And I know Amy's got some stuff up about Toy Story Land
1: one of our favorite podcasts you absolutely should be describing or, or subscribing to the Disney Diet because uh they will give you much more of a Disneyland take than yeah. we will all right let's move on to the Star Wars news uh there is a new model and video at Hollywood Studios a new model for Galaxy's Edge and a new launch bay video yeah
0: we haven't well, we haven't seen the galaxy's
1: yep, edge you're muted there we go. Try
0: <laughs> Sorry, we haven't seen the galaxy's edge stuff. I think that just came into the one man's dream area. Mm-hmm. There's a new model and a new video there, and then there is also um, the new launch bay movie, which focuses on Solo, among other uh, other Star Wars properties. Um, I'm really interested to see if they change the movie before episode nine comes out because this is the longest time we've gone between star Wars movies since Disney took over and launch bay opened. So, uh, it'll be interesting, but, uh, that it was, a uh, we finally saw it, I think a few weeks ago when we were there. Um, and also speaking of galaxy's edge, uh, there's been a whole bunch of patents being filed for really interesting tech that they're bringing to galaxy's edge. Um, first one that caught my eye a few weeks ago was the one about force, force ghost and hologram technology. Basically like projecting images of people like that could either be holograms or like a force ghost type thing. Um, and now these are patents filed, so we don't know, like, what exactly they're going to be used for. It's just sort of, like, supposition. Um, I, you know, sort of thing like Galaxy's Edge, it seems like a no-brainer that they would be using Mm -hmm. holograms to, like, talk to guests. Um, the other thing I saw was that they're creating, like, realistic blasters and blaster fire with with, like... I guess the same sort of laser hologram technology. Yeah, I'm super
1: curious how that one's going to work.
0: Yeah, especially cuz of the whole, you know, like realistic ban like they you can't go in with a blaster anymore. Like they don't sell blasters anymore. So it'll be really interesting to see like I you know, the troopers carry them around. So it would be really interesting to see how that works. And another thing is uh robots. Apparently, they're going to have a bunch of robots for Galaxy's Edge droids
1: i mean it really wouldn't be a star wars experience without droids roaming through it right? so i'm excited for that
0: i mean i think feel like we need to have like at least one k2so at least one 3po at least one r2 at least one bb unit um maybe a b1 battle droid <laughs> <laughs> wandering around
1: I really want there to be a B-1 battle droid. Yeah. I want it painted red. Ah, Roger, roger. Aww. <laughs> uh Yeah, so a whole bunch of interesting patent stuff. I can't remember if we talked about this last time, um, but there was also the window, the weird window patent. I don't know. I don't remember. So uh, something else that Disney patented, I think about a month and a half, two months ago, we saw this report, um, was... They were patenting a sort of multi-plane window thing. So, are you familiar with the m- whole multi-plane animation camera? No. So, ye- decades ago, Disney created this multiplaner camera where the camera could zoom in and compress these various levels of art to create the illusion of depth. And this... um. This multi-plane uh window thing, I th- sounds like you can do something similar where uh, imagine putting this in the hotel room and this um this screen uh is your viewport into space. Ooh. And on the screen, they there are several different layers of the screen. And each layer is projecting something at a different depth, so it kind of gives you this three dimensional. I'm actually looking out into space, as opposed to this flat two D screen. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's some d- there's some thoughts that they could be using that uh, in the hotels, and maybe also at some uh, at uh, like the um, new uh, space station themed restaurant mm-hmm. uh, that's going into Epcot.
0: Yeah, that would be. That sounds, like, really cool. And uh, with all the stuff about the hotel, it's re- it would be really interesting to see how they create that whole immersion of, you know, the outside. Because uh, it'll be really weird, like, being in a hotel and not being able to see, like, the actual outside.
1: <laughs> <laughs> very. Yeah, very. <laughs> and, I mean, the whole thing there is that hotel is, I think, supposed to be a space station themed thing. Yeah. So... You're not going to see the outside. No. Which is weird. It is weird. <laughs> it's like sort of like a, uh,
0: like an isolation, like the people who go, like, who go. Like an like, iso tank? Yeah, like pretend they're on Mars, like the pretend
1: they're on Mars. Huh. That That could be interesting. That could be very interesting. Uh, hey, let's uh, move on to some Disney entertainment news. Uh, Like we mentioned, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp released, and we really enjoyed it. You should go see it. Yes. And uh, in other news, Brie Larson has wrapped on Captain Marvel, which means I want a trailer. Give me a trailer. Give me a trailer. Give me a trailer. Yeah, we talked about that
0: earlier, and I really want to see a trailer. I want to see the 90s aesthetics. I want to see the sort of story. I want to see uh, Carol Danvers flying... uh, uh, fighter jets um i know she like actually like worked with like air force pilots to like get the realism and everything and i'm really super
1: excited about uh, everything i'm so excited for that movie i end up but i hate we have to wait so long for it oh well uh let's see oh did you see the dumbo trailer or remember the dumbo trailer yes that?
0: i was with you we yeah, saw the dumbo yeah. trailer um,
1: I don't know what to think about that movie.
0: I don't know either. It I... looks
1: like a very Tim Burton movie,
0: and sad, and I don't, I don't like it.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see on that. Okay, uh, let's move to some Disney parks and resort news. Uh, Toy Story Land and Pixar Pier are now both open. Uh, Toy Story Land just opened here at uh, the Walt Disney World Resort l- two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Yes. Um. Uh, and yeah and the line to get into pic- er, to uh pixar land was 3 hours the line to ride the uh slinky dog coaster was i believe 5 hours
0: <laughs> that doesn't seem worth it <laughs> no 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 Mm-mm.
1: no no that's uh, that's 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 a negative ghost rider yeah uh oh and um the uh, 2018 uh, disney world holiday lineup has been announced. Let's open up this link here and take a look at what the offerings are this year. Uh, Over at Hollywood Studios, um, the uh, Sunset Seasons Greetings, uh, the projection show they do uh, on uh, the Tower of Terror is coming back. Nice. Uh, It's apparently also being accompanied by new laser effects this year, so we'll have to head over there and see that. Uh, Jingle Bell Jingle Bam uh, returns for its third year, the Mm. projection and fireworks show.
0: Eh, I it's gets an F
1: for me. Eh, it's, it's okay. And guests can meet uh, Santa at the Once Upon a Time shop November 10th through December 24th. Oh, And Santa Goofy after he steps in on December 25th. Nice. Nice. Uh, over at Toy Story Land, uh, there are going to be holiday songs on the alien swirling saucers. I wouldn't know because I will never ride that.
0: Oh, you could do it.
1: Oh, no, I no, mm-mm. Mm-hmm. not no, no spinny rides for me, yeah. especially spinny rides like that uh, over at Magic Kingdom. Um, it's uh, kind of the same as it ever was over there. Uh, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party is going to begin on November 8th, 2018. That's the hard ticketed event. Uh, if you've never gone before and you're here and. um you're considering it, I would strongly encourage it. It is a great, great event. Uh, you should try it at least once if you're uh, here that time of year. Yes. Um, at Epcot, the International Festival of the Holidays begins November 18th, and we'll see a return of the holiday kitchen kiosks around the world showcase because Epcot is always looking for a reason to have the kitchen kiosks set up. Did we ever try anything from there? I, I don't think we were at Epcot at all for it. Oh, we only, a- We only made it there for New Year's. That's right. So we need to try that this year. Yes. Uh, let's see. And uh, the Chippendales Christmas tree scavenger hunt will be on sale for six ninety nine. Oh. Aww. Okay,
0: but can I meet them in little holiday costumes?
1: Oh, I hope so. Uh, we can on our cruise. Ooh, we're we haven't gonna, talked about that. We're
0: gonna do an episode about that, right?
1: Yes, we are. <laughs> uh Reflections of Earth, uh, will also see the uh usual um holiday holiday tag. tag, which makes me cry every time.
0: Interesting though that cause uh there's been rumors that they're gonna get rid of illuminations, so at hmm. least we know that this will be the we can we can get one more viewing with the holiday tag.
1: Yeah, so we need to go a couple times just because this might be the last time we can catch it. Mm. Uh and uh, the candlelight processional is running from November 22nd through December 30th. We'll come back to that in a little bit to talk about the confirmed guests mm-hmm. for it. Um over at Animal Kingdom, uh Diwali, the holiday festival of lights in India will be part of the new live show um uh during Up a Great Bird Adventure from November from November 8th, 2018 uh, at Disney Springs uh, the Christmas Tree Trail makes a return at the Marketplace uh, and Stitch's Holiday Gift Hunt returns as well. So there's a bunch of your holiday off- your holiday season offerings from uh, the Walt Disney World Resort this year. Mm-hmm. And let's see here. Moving on. Um, oh yeah, the uh, Candlelight Processional Narrators. Uh, let's take a look at who we've got. Confirmed. Um, Cheetah Rivera, uh, Neil Patrick Harris. Ooh, who-
0: Rivera. Yes. Nice. Uh,
1: Whoopi Goldberg. Okay. Blair Underwood.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Gary Sinise. Mm-hmm. Pat Sajak. Would you like to buy a vowel? <laughs> no. <laughs> Edward James Olmos, who I'd love to go see.
0: He's there a lot, I think. Yeah.
1: Uh, and Jody Benson. There's still a couple slots that are to be determined.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but uh, yeah, that's the list of confirmed folks right now. And uh, as is the case every year, the luncheon dining packages will be on sale. Uh, book a book one of those packages, and you get uh, preferred seating for the candlelight processional.
0: We should probably do that if your parents are going to be here.
1: Huh? Yeah we will talk off air. My <laughs> po- uh, we're going on a Disney uh, Mar- Very Merry Time cruise yes. uh, this year with my family who are uh, flying in from Seattle, Yay. and they'll be staying through New Year's, uh, so we'll also be doing some park stuff Yes, along with it. Yes. It'll be a fun Disney-filled f- holiday season for us. Yes. Okay, and uh, did you hear about this, Nancy? There is a new Florida resident annual tier. I haven't heard about that. Okay, so Disney is introducing a new annual pass on July 9th aimed at offering more flexibility for guests visiting the Walt Disney World Resort. Um, the Florida Resident Theme Park Select Pass is what it's called. Uh Huh it includes at least 325 days of access at select theme parks and at least 175 days of access to all four theme parks throughout the year and is priced at439 dollars a year so I believe how this one is working is that um, while in addition to the usual blackout dates mm-hmm. in which you can't and which you can't go into any parks um, there are all there are also specific park blackouts. Huh. Uh, scattered throughout so on one day you may be able to go to animal kingdom but you're blacked out from going to hollywood studios and another day you may be able to go to magic kingdom but you're blacked out from epcot huh so that's that's a um that is a new uh more affordable annual past here uh that uh may be of interest to uh folks in the area uh and In addition to this new pass, uh, Disney is also introducing some add-ons for uh, the Florida Resident Disney Weekday Select, uh, Florida Resident Theme Park Select, and Florida Resident Disney Silver Pass holders. Um, These are priced at $89, and it gives access to Magic Kingdom, Epcot, and Disney's Animal Kingdom through August 9, 2018, which is uh, the universal blackout, period uh for those pass holder tiers. So yeah. if you want if you have one of those passes and you want to go to the parks on one of those days, uh you can buy a discounted day pass to get in. Huh. Which is interesting. Um
0: It's it seems very complicated. It it
1: doesn't How much are our annual passes? We're I have no idea. We're, we pay a monthly fee. Yeah, we're, we're we're What's the tier at gold? Uh no, we're platinum. We're platinum? Okay. Yeah. Um I think we're at like six fifty a person now, somewhere in there. Uh, yeah. So, uh, if you're in the uh, Florida area and you're looking for a cheaper annual pass option, and you're okay with blackouts, that one may work for you. Yes. Alrighty. Uh, hey, new concept art revealed for Mickey's Runaway Railway. I actually have not looked at this yet. I okay. haven't either. Let's look together. Okay, so I'm just opening that up here and huh. interesting. It looks like it's recycling some of the ride vehicles. Uh yeah. some of the ride vehicle stuff and throwing a um a train engine at the front.
0: Mm-hmm. I Huh.
1: It's it looks like sort of a mine setup, but yeah. Uh, and then, I, I but it'll be know.
0: interesting to see, like because there's Mickey and Minnie are in a car, so if that's gonna be like a practical thing or a three d thing or a hologram thing, that'll be interesting,
1: yeah, so no telling on that one I still miss uh great movie ride, yeah. I'm always gonna miss great movie ride, yeah, alas, alas, yeah. And we're sorry if you hear our dog, our dog barking. Something outside has her attention. <laughs> Someone's probably walking past our house. How oh, how dare, dare they! they? Uh, there is some new entertainment coming to Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party this year. Uh, the Mad Tea Party will take you for a colorful ride as new lighting and effects give a new spin on the night. Um, Pirates of the Caribbean will be uh, will have a new Pirates invade the experience. Right. Okay. Where uh, guests will join the search for Gunpowder Pete. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um,
0: (laughs) Gunpowder Pete.
1: (laughs) Over on Space Mountain, explorers will hurtle through deep space as new soundtrack and special effects transform the adventure... I wonder Ooh. if they've put the tech in place they're using over at Disneyland. Huh. Uh for um, hyperspace. Yeah, for Hyperspace mountain, mountain.
0: Which they can never give us.
1: I know. Mm. I wanna do hyperspace mountain. Well
0: they give us rock and
1: roller coaster. It's Star Wars. It's true. They do give us rock and roller but that coasters. That makes me sick, so uh over at Storybook Circus, um Storybook Circus Disney Junior Jam, a dance party featuring some of your favorite Disney Junior characters, including Doc McStuffins. Yeah. Uh, and this is all stuff again that will be happening during Mickey's not uh, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, uh, which begins <laughs> on August seventeenth.
0: Yay! Nothing says Halloween like August seventeenth.
1: <laughs> uh, I mean, you got to capitalize it when people are here visiting,
0: right? I mean, I guess that means the decorations will be up in August. <laughs> oh, that's
1: so Your wrong. My parents
0: just missed it.
1: They, they did just miss <laughs> it. They 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 did just miss uh, it. Right. Okay. Time to move on to our discussion topic, uh Disney Parks and Challenges. Nancy, yeah. I'm gonna let you intro this topic.
0: <laughs> so a few years ago, I became aware of something called the parkiology challenge. parkeology is a blog about Disney parks and um the the two guys who started the blog decided to create a sort of crazy challenge. Um they I guess they had always wanted to see if it would be possible to ride every ride in Walt Disney World in one operating day. Um, so they created this challenge it's called the WDW and then the number of whatever number many rides there are at the park in any s- certain time I believe when I started when they started it was 46 Um, then when their first success was 47 and now it's up to 49 basically whenever they add or take away rides it changes so um, Their first attempt, they failed. I think they, f- they fell two rides short due to weather. Um, and then they tried again the following November, um, which is, like, crazy, because that was during Christmas, the build-up to Christmas, and before all the Fast Pass stuff was put in place where you could, like, get additional Fast Passes, um it was funny. We actually, we watched the first video recently and they were still doing the paper fast passes, (laughs) which were like, Oh my God, look how quaint. Um, but yeah, the second video, if you search for Parkeology WDW challenge, it's the redemption video is when they first actually went, succeeded in doing all the rides. It's a really cool video. Um, and it, you know you basically follow them through the whole day, and yes, they rode every single ride at the park in one day
1: now there are some important rules involving this challenge
0: yes, um so they so i'm bringing up I'm bringing up the the page right now, and um you if you if you want to do the challenge, you have to follow certain rules. Uh, officially sign up on their website, and then you have to um, tweet at them your progress. So um, the official rules is um, you must ride all 49 official Disney World rides in a single operating day. Um, The Disney Challenge changes names as Disney adds or removes rides. It is formerly known as WDW 47 and WDW 46. How did you invent this Disney challenge? Parkeology first conceived of this challenge in the spring of 2013. It was born out of a childhood obsession about riding all Disney World rides in one day. Parkeology made the first official attempt at at WDW 47 on June 16, 2013 in the height of summer crowds. We completed 45 unique rides and three duplicates, but the challenge was not fully completed because two rides were closed due to weather. On November 8th, 2014, we successfully completed this brutal Disney challenge, becoming the first people in history to ride all rides at Walt Disney World in a single day. Um, So what is an operating day? Basically, it's the earliest posted opening time, which includes extra magic hours, and, and the latest posted closing time, including extra magic hours. Uh, Park hours will vary. If a park is open past midnight, those late hours are considered to be a continuation of the previous day's operating day. And you cannot do this challenge during hard ticket events such as Not So Scary, Very Merry, Disney After Hours, Disney Early Morning Magic, or the 24-hour event.
1: So you have to play by the same rules that any average park attendee has.
0: Yes. Uh, What is the official ride list? We take our list of rides from the official listing of attractions on DisneyWorld.com. If it moves, it's a ride. Shows such as the Country Bear Jamboree or the Hall of Presidents are attractions, but are not rides. You can experience rides in any order, but you must ride them all, visiting all four parks in one day. Here is a list of all 49 Disney World rides by park. I won't list them all, but Magic Kingdom has 25. Epcot, has nine. Hollywood Studios has six. Animal Kingdom has nine. Um, So basically, if it's not on Disney's website, it's not on their list. What constitutes riding a ride? Uh, The Walt Disney World Railroad, um, you can just do one leg of the railroad. You don't have to do the whole thing. Uh, The Main Street Vehicles, there are several different varieties. You can just do one. Um, any track of a ride is fine. Like, for example, Mission Space or Toy Story. Um, you just do one. Uh, well, Mission Space, you can choose Orange or Green. Uh, Space Mountain and Toy Story, they have different tracks. You just have to do one. Tom, Sora, Island, Ride to the, the, uh, Island and Back. And then, um, you must basically ride the attraction like the carousel or the main street vehicles you can't just get on the ride and then take a picture you have to actually ride it are you allowed to bypass lines well there's really only one rule no cheating um, and so basically you can ride uh, use single single rider or fast pass extra magic hours or the the app um, they have a lot of different rules about not using any sort of cast member perks or using the any use anytime fast passes or like, you know, you can't you buy multiple tickets to get more fast passes. (laughs) Um, So if they, if a ride breaks down and you have a fast pass for it, you can use that later on, but you have to use that Fast Pass for that ride. You can't use it for a different ride. Um, your teams have to stick together. Uh, you cannot have a personal chauffeur between the parks. You must use public transportation or something similarly available to the average guest, like a cab or minivans. And you can't get any help from anyone else. So people can't bring you food. And people can't help you monitor fast passes. And people can't, like, tweet at you advice. You basically have to do it all yourself. You cannot sit out a ride. And this is why Brian and I will never be able to do this challenge. <laughs> and why I'm obsessed with it as far as, like, a bystander. This
1: is like a sporting
0: event for it's you, It's a sporting and event it. for me. Um... Teams may split up out of necessity for single rider lines or going to the bathroom. (laughs) Um, So yeah. Uh, What if a ride is closed? You're out of luck.
1: Failed challenge.
0: Yep. Um, Are substitution rides allowed? Nope. What if a ride breaks down while I'm on it? If you're on it, it counts. If you breaks down while you're in line, it does not count. How do you handle park hopping? you can do anything available to the average guest so like monorail bus watercraft personal vehicle taxi uber minivans walking express transportation which is no longer available um they have difficulty levels which are basically advanced intermediate and difficulty judging by the number of hours um so like 17 is advanced 20 uh, 19 or more is is green difficulty um so yeah and then they have a bunch of rules for how to basically keep track of it you need to register at least 24 hours prior to your attempt you must use twitter to tweet a photo of yourself on every ride throughout the day basically tweet the picture as close to being on the ride as you can tag them in every tweet and use the hashtag in every tweet um And, yeah, so, um, that's basically the challenge, the rundown of the challenge. So, (laughs) we will never be able to do that challenge, because I can't handle every ride, I barf.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like, spinny rides are out for I wish I could,
0: but yeah, so, I, you know, I, we watched that video for when they successfully completed it. It's Um, it's so
1: amusing, we watch it every couple of months, just because it's fun. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. It is fun. Um, so that was in twenty fourteen and since then there have been a lot more attempts. Um I'm gonna try I'm I'm looking now to see um the official listing of all the winners. So there was um so in there was one attempt on the The November eighth, twenty fourteen, was their first attempt, which they succeeded. Um, there was another attempt, November twenty second that year, but was not successful. Oh wait, it was successful. Sorry. These are the uh, these are all successful. I'm counting. I'm going to count right now. How many are there? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 total teams that have completed this challenge since November 22nd, 2014.
1: That's not very many. It's
0: not. Um, then there's a list of official attempts for 2018. Uh, they're all failed <laughs> because the riverboat has been under refurbishment for a really long time and screwed up a bunch of people's attempts. Um, like for for this for this month, um, and they have they have a list of like all official attempts for previous years. But yeah, there's only like 18 teams that have have succeeded i really became like really super interested in it it was last december and it was after the pandora rides opened um there was i think like i don't know how many teams that went through on december 6th they called it the pork park nato and out of all the teams that signed up four of them succeeded um, I actually watched a video from a team that of two uh two stay at home moms. Uh they have a blog and they, they go to they do Disney a lot and they made a video of their attempt and they failed because they got in line for Seven Dwarfs Mind Train five minutes after the park closed and they weren't able to go on and it Ugh, sucks. Brutal. Yeah. So yeah, the last one was from December thirtieth, twenty seventeen. But um so yeah, it's really hard because you have to strategize because you know there are rides that you want to get out of the way right away like the use there used to be a very um like there used to be a strategy that everyone would do and it was good to, it was you would go to Pandora first during extra magic hours you get Pandora out of the way you would go back to Magic Kingdom and do the main street vehicles cuz the main street vehicles only run in the morning. So you have to go there and do that. And then while they're at Magic Kingdom, a lot of sometimes they would get they would try to knock out like rides like Astro Orbiter, which have very slow loading times, and some other outdoor rides to like try to minimize like the possibility of a ride going down. And then you know you make your fast passes for certain rides at other parks. Um, try to minimize park hopping. So, you know, don't waste time. But then the problem is, but then you're reliant on a lot of fast passes. So, like, you know, you have to keep looking to see if a fast pass for, like, the Frozen ride comes up. Otherwise, you're in a really long line and you're screwed. Um. So, yeah, it's really interesting to to watch some of these videos and see the strategies for what happens. And the strat- the strategy that I saw was always you end the day at... Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. you Because Magic Kingdom is usually the park open latest. You end there. You save Mine Train for last because it's the longest line. And as long as you're in line, when the park closes, you're good to go. Now, Toy Story Land is open. And those rides are really long lines. So it's going to be really interesting to see what the strategy is and how that changes. Because... You have to do that for Rope Drop, pretty much.
1: I I feel like with that one now, with Toy Story Land now, there's two ways. There's really only two ways you can go. One is to pray for a fast pass before you get there.
0: For those rides? Yeah. Well, you can't because they're both Tier 1.
1: Oh, uh, right. So you right. can't.
0: This is That's why they couldn't do the Pandora rides, because they're both Tier 1. So... You can get. So basically, you can go to Toy Story Land first, knock those rides out, and then get a fast pass for like Flight of Passage, but then you still have Navi River Journey where you don't know if you're going to get it or not. So you would have to basically do Toy Story Land, then go to uh, Magic Kingdom to do the vehicles. Hop to hop to Animal Kingdom and do all your Fast Passes at Animal Kingdom. Do Flight of Passage, two other rides, and then pray you can get a Fast Pass for Navi River Journey for the time you need it. And or change the strategy completely and get Fast Pass for Mine Train if you can, and then end the day at Pandora.
1: Which there is so much calculus that goes into this. There the-
0: is! I don't know how it's going to work. And I definitely don't know how it's going to work with, uh, when Star Wars Land opens.
1: I-, I feel like the challenge breaks when yeah. Star Wars Land opens. What-, what
0: would be interesting is that there are some days when um, Toy Story Land magic hours start at 7 a.m. And Animal Kingdom magic hours start at 8 a.m.? So basically, you get to Toy Story Land. You get, you get to Hollywood Studios at 6 a.m. Go to Toy Story Land immediately, drive over to Animal Kingdom and get there for extra magic hours at 8 o'clock, and then hop over to Magic Kingdom. So you basically have to do two rope
1: drops. Ugh, That's crazy. Cra- it is so crazy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm tired just thinking about it
1: and something a a weapon you have in your back pocket is if you get into any line before mm-hmm. the park closes you're you get to stay in line until you're through the ride yes so with something like uh a new ride like the Slinky Dog coaster your strategy may just be to get in that line right before park closes mm-hmm. and ride it out yes True. So, um, th- we, we've talked a lot about the Parkeology Challenge, but we've also established that we can never do the Parkeology Challenge. We can't. But that hasn't stopped you from coming, <laughs> up, with, uh, coming up with other challenges. Yeah. So, let's talk a little bit about um, personal park challenges anybody can do mm-hmm. at, well, at the Disney World Resort.
0: Yes. Uh, basically, you can make up any challenge that you want. <laughs> uh, we did, and we decided to do all four parks in one day because we have never done that before, and we figured it would be fun. So we did it. We we had some sort of like guidelines. We said we're gonna get in every park, go on at least one ride, um, and do at least like either a ride and attraction or two rides. So it's you know it wasn't like a big stressful challenge, but we did. um, Where did we start? We started at Magic Kingdom. Yep, started at Magic Kingdom. We did Splash Splash Mountain, Cheeky Room, and People Mover. We left. We went to Epcot. We had three fast passes there. We did Living with the Land, Spaceship Earth, and the Seas, and we walked around the World Showcase. Then we came home because we can do that. And then we went back to Hollywood Studios, we did Star Tours, and we did the Launch Me video, and then we went to Animal Kingdom, we did uh, Dinosaur, and the Safari, we got a Fast Pass Safari at night, which is really cool, uh, we did Dinosaur, and then we waited for Park close to get in line for Flight of Passage, in which every cast member glares at you, they're like, I know what you're doing, because the trick for that is they stop doing fast passes when the park closes. They only have distribute fast passes up to whenever the park close time is. So if you were in line at 1025 and the park closes at 1030, once 1030 hits, no more people are coming through in line ahead of you. So the line moves a lot faster than the posted wait times. Um, like, for example, we we got through, I think it was like, 90 minutes and that was long because one of they were having technical difficulties um so I don't think they were running at full capacity but like I've seen people who get in line at the end of the day and they wait like 45 minutes to get on which mm-hmm is not a long time for that ride and it's completely worth it. Um, so that was our first challenge. We're going to do a magic kingdom challenge. Eventually, uh, we were going to do it, um, last week, but things came up and we decided not to do it and wait till a shorter day. But basically we're going to do every ride at magic kingdom that doesn't spin. (laughs) So 20 rides total. Um, and I've never done the main street vid- vehicles, so that'll be interesting. Um, I think I've done every other ride there that doesn't spin. I know I've done the carousel before. I've done... Have you done the coaster over Oh, at... no, I haven't done Barnstormer. Yeah. That'll be interesting. I haven't yeah. done Barnstormer. But yeah, so I've done... Um, I've done the carousel long, long time ago. I've done... Um, I did the teacups once long, long time ago when I was a kid, but I haven't done Dumbo or the carpets or astro orbiter, and nor will I ever do those because nope. as much as it fun as it would be to fly around in a rocket ship, I'd barf
1: yeah those those rides aren't for us, yeah, uh, so yeah, I mean, you can set up your own challenge uh like. And the crazy thing is, our four parks in one day challenge—it didn't didn't seem like that big of a challenge. We both wound up with like twenty seven thousand steps yeah. at the end of the day. It yeah. was a long haul. Yeah. And I know we're gonna do the same thing when we uh, do the, the uh, all the non spinny rides at uh, Magic Kingdom.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's I, I'm I'm looking forward to that one. Like I hope that. When your parents are here, like, maybe I convince your dad and your sister to do it. Because <laughs> they would do the spinny rides. Oh, they would, yeah. And we could just, like, sit out and wave to them while they do it. Like, I, I imagine that's something we could totally do. Be like, want to do this cha- crazy challenge with us? Let's get there before rope drop
1: <laughs> and, Yeah, so it, it, I'm looking forward to that challenge. Yeah. Um, I'd love to do that with my little sister. Uh, we'll keep you all posted on that one, though.
0: What other sorts of crazy challenges can we do?
1: <sighs> I mean, the obvious answer is drink around the world, but, uh, I don't know if that <laughs> qualifies at Epcot. Um,
0: I, I liked, I liked, um, I thought of one, like, do
1: every attraction. Oh, so instead, it's kind of like inverse parkiology. Yeah. That'd be interesting. But I don't. That would be
0: interesting to like compile a list of all of that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Hmm. I kind of I kind of want to put it together a spreadsheet just because I I have no idea the total number right. of non ride attractions they right have.
0: and it would be a lot less waiting in line but I think it would be a lot more like scheduling because
1: like, yeah that that one sounds like a the challenge on that one is scheduling
0: because like something like Impressions of France runs at a certain hour like
1: 15 and 45 but like the uh finding nemo musical that only runs three or four times a day
0: yeah and like the and and plus they're long Mm -hmm. so i don't even know if it would be possible mathematically to do every like show or attraction in one day um like maybe do like a show like clarify that as something with like people in it versus like you know the country bear jamboree. <laughs> yeah. Um but you could also try to do like every every attraction, every park or just like that sort of thing. Mhm. Mhm. So
1: yeah. Interesting. We need
0: to come up with more of these.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We'll <laughs> report back to you after we think of more challenges. Yes. All right. Let's move on to some questions we got from uh, our Patreon uh oh, supporters. Yes. Uh Diana asks a uh, favorite in park places to eat, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, let's break this down into both quick service uh-huh. and sit down. What about snacks? Quick service, sit down, and snacks for every park. For every park, okay. Let's start with Magic Kingdom.
0: Okay, favorite quick service. I, <laughs> I'm already gonna do more than one. I like the ambiance of Columbia Harbor House, but I really love the roasted chicken dish that we
1: get from Cosmic Grace. Um, I love the food at Columbia Harbor House, so I'm going to go with that as my quick service. Okay.
0: Uh, sit down
1: at Magic Kingdom. We don't really
0: do those. Be our guest. Be our guest, probably. Yeah. 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 Um, and snack at Magic Kingdom.
1: Uh, I mean, it's wherever they sell popcorn for you.
0: Yes, it is. No, no, uh, uh-uh, nope. The
1: sandwich, the ice cream sandwich. From the Plaza mm, Ice Cream. That's right, that's gonna be my answer too.
0: But they sell that at other places. But also you can't go wrong with popcorn. Yeah, that's true. You're not gonna say Dole Whip?
1: <sighs> nah, <laughs> I, I like the ice cream more. Okay. Okay. Um uh, Epcot. Epcot. Um quick service. Uh What's the what's the quick service that's in Epcot or uh, in um France? Oh, yeah, that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what were you going to say? The, the one in the land? Yeah, the one in the land. That's Sunshine Seasons. Okay, uh, but no, France. Uh, the, there's a bakery in France. Uh, yeah. My favorite quick service there. Sit down restaurant. I think we have the same answer. Uh, do we? Garden Grill? Garden Grill, yes. The problem is with Epcot,
0: there's so many good ones. There are. But Garden Grill just has really good food and... Close
1: yeah. second for me, though, is Rosen Crown.
0: Yeah. I also really like Beer Garden. Yeah. Um... It's Les halles Boulangerie et Pat- and Patisserie. The French
1: Ah, the French bakery. bakery.
0: Um snack.
1: Oh, the Epcot, there are so many choices. Yeah.
0: Well, mine is only there certain times out of the year, but I have to say the French uh kiosk during Food and Wine Festival, their um passion fruit slush. Uh, which is not really a snack it's a drink but whatever
1: canada pavilion during food and wine festival the three cheese soup <laughs> yes i love that one it's so good yes okay uh this one's gonna be hard studios
0: i don't even know if we've have we had we've sit had s- we've done the
1: sit down at the buffet
0: yeah i mean it's I, a, we can't really answer that question yeah. there's not a and like quick service there
1: the quick service there is not great they
0: need more restaurants there really bad
1: like um uh backlot express express
0: there it's fine it's fine
1: yeah uh snack ice cream yep mm-hmm. same ice cream and finally or er, well also animal do, kingdom we'll also do springs but to uh, animal kingdom uh, sit down, I think we've only done one, Tusker House. And Tusker House is really good. Yeah. I really like Tusker House. Quick service? Uh, that is... Satouli Canteen. Satouli Canteen. And um, they do these great uh, protein and grain bowls, Yes, which are super filling and super fa- tasty, but unlike other, pla- other places you'll eat at Disney, you, you don't, don't hate, hate yourself. yourself when you're done. Yeah. Uh, okay, this one's going to be hard for the opposite reason of Studio's. Disney Springs. Quick service. Quick service Blaze Pizza. Ooh, that is a good one. Um, I'm actually going to go with Deluxe. Mm, uh, okay. Deluxe Burger. Uh, so two great options there. Both are very good. Uh, Blaze has these great personal pan pizzas. Uh, you can customize not them.
0: Not a pan pizza. They're not pan pizzas. That's deep dish.
1: <laughs> right. So personal pizza. Yes. Uh, you can customize them any way you want. Blaze or uh, Deluxe. Burgers. Really, really really good good burgers. burgers. Like some of the best burgers I've ever had. Good burgers. Super good burgers. Okay, sit down. I don't know. Probably Splitsville? Yeah, I mean, it feels weird to say Splitsville, but Splitsville has a great, great menu that's got something for everyone on there. Yeah. I mean, well, do we consider Jock's sit-down?
0: I think so, yeah. yeah I'd say
1: if, Jock's. If we consider Jock's sit-down, then Jock's is my answer. Jock yeah. Lindsay's hangar Bar is yeah. my answer. Yeah. Uh, great tasting small plates. I love their tu- ahi tuna tacos and excellent drinks. Yes. Okay. And
0: a s- snack from... Springs?
1: I think it's gonna be the the cheer um, deli, yeah, ice cream parlor.
0: deli, yeah. it's ice
1: cream at all the places. Yeah. That's yeah. our snack. Yeah. Uh, okay, so yeah, those are our play. Those are our favorites at the Disney World Resort. Uh, there's also great places in the various uh, resort hotels and stuff like that over Yachtsman at the boardwalk. Is our favorite yeah. boardwalk resort, Yachtsman Steakhouse. I mean, it's a pricey dish, but it's our fa- favorite place to eat in all of Disney. Um uh what's the burger place at uh beaches and cream beaches and cream that's yes. also really good um and uh am i missing anything uh, there's also a great uh buffet uh once a week they do a great seafood buffet over in um swan garden and dolphin garden grove garden grove and swan yeah. And dolphin yeah uh yeah so our picks for food yes uh scott asks what's your favorite non star wars attraction in each park Okay. All right, let's start with studios. I think I'd go with Tower of Terror. <sighs> I think I would agree with you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Tower of Terror is such a good ride. Yeah, it's really it's super fun. Yeah. Okay.
0: Epcot. <sighs> Favorite ride at Epcot or Attraction?
1: Attraction. Today?
0: Well then I would have to say Impressions of France.
1: <laughs> Just the video.
0: <laughs> it's so dumb, but I love it.
1: Uh, Mission space is Ugh, mine.
0: I'm making a face. I also love
1: Spaceship Earth. Yeah, spaceship Earth's really good. Yeah. Um, Epcot or not Epcot, Magic Kingdom.
0: Big Thunder Mountain Railroad at night.
1: Space Mountain. Okay. Uh, and Animal Kingdom.
0: Oh wait, my. Honorable mention for Magic Kingdom, People Mover.
1: Pe- People Mover is just such a relaxing, delightful ride.
0: Yes.
1: Uh, finally, Animal Kingdom. Flight, Flight of Passage. passage.
0: <laughs> What's your favorite non-Flight of Passage?
1: Uh, you know, honestly, the nighttime safari. Uh, they do yeah, a nighttime I- safari now that I really enjoy. It's a totally different experience than it is during the day.
0: Yeah, I like the safari. I think actually, surprising as Dinosaur for me, I really like that ride, mechan- the, the ride vehicle. There's never a
1: line for it. Yeah. Which, so, yeah. lots of fun. But Flight of Passage, mostly. <laughs> yeah, Flight of Passage. It's
0: life-changing.
1: <laughs> Alright, so that's going to do it for us on this uh, month's Mouse Droid. We'll catch you again next month at the beginning of August, uh, after my folks have been in town, so I'm sure we will have many more in-park stories to share with you. Yes. Uh, and uh, next three weekends of the month, it's going to be TSR, uh, so come back for those. Um uh, again, uh, if you like what you hear on this show, helping us uh, on Patreon would be something we'd really appreciate just because our hosting costs have gone up so much. That's yes. patreon.com slash Tashi Station. Uh, this episode of The Mouse has been brought to you again by you, our Patreon subscribers. Follow us on Twitter with the handles Mouse Show. That's the official uh, ac- show account for this show. Uh, Nancy is Nancy Pants. That's Nancy with an I. I'm Lane Winry, L A N E W I N R E E. The network account is is, uh, Tashi underscore station Uh, the mouse droid again is part of the Tashi Station podcast network on iTunes and Google Play if you could leave a review that would be awesome and you can also subscribe to our Tashi Station network mega feed for all of our great shows thanks for listening to another episode catch you all again next month bye MouseDroid is a Tashi Station Network production. For more information and to hear more of our great shows, visit Tashi-Station.net.